The following Dharma talk was recorded live at Myoshoji Buddhist Temple in Charlotte, North Carolina on August 8, 2010 at the end of a service by Rusho Shonin. It was given in commemoration of the dropping of the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. This is Rusho Jeffess. We're looking for our online listeners to help us out. If you stream or download an MP3 or podcast, please consider making a donation to support this effort to share the Dharma. We are glad to offer these files for free, and we would be grateful if you would go to our webpage and make a secure donation to the temple via PayPal. joining us online, the folks online, and thank you all for uh, being here this morning. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, a couple of you asked about uh, the, uh, the space aliens that had the uh, poor landing outside that splattered all over the sidewalk. Actually, what those are, are those are atomic shadows. Uh, after the uh, atomic blast uh, in Hiroshima, uh, um, when people were walking along the side of buildings or sitting or sometimes just on the sidewalk, the atomic blast was so intense that it, it burned their shadow into walls. Uh, beginning several years ago, back in the 80s, on the anniversary of Hiroshima, which was Friday, and tomorrow is the anniversary of Nagasaki. These uh, shadows are drawn as a uh, public protest art. And so the shadows are outside. Uh, I refreshed them this morning so that you all could see them. Uh, they washed away with the rain on Friday night. So why is uh, so why is war possible? How does it work? How 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 is it that we can we can go to war and we can kill people? Uh, you know, every every religion, every society has uh, rules against murder, against killing. And yet, throughout the history of man, there's been war. How does that work? How is that possible? You know, uh, Herman Goring said something, and I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he said to the effect that people in Russia, people in Europe, people in the United States, and France, and everywhere, nobody wants war. That, that, that we all understand. We all understand that nobody wants war. And he said, regardless of whether it's communism, fascism, dictatorship, democracy, whether the people have a say or whether the people don't have a say, it's really easy to go to war. It's really easy. The people are easy, people are easy to be dragged into war. And the ones who are against it, all you have to do is call them unpatriotic. Call them, tell everybody, tell the other people that the, the pacifists, putting the country at risk. All you have to do is tell people that they're being attacked. So I got to thinking about that. So why, why is war possible? Why does that work? Why does it work? Why, 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 why do we go to war? You know, the Lotus Sutra, the key message in the Lotus Sutra is equality. That there is no distinction between the Buddha and us. 
and that we are all capable of attaining the same enlightenment as the Buddha. And last week I spoke about how attaining the same enlightenment does not become, mean becoming a Buddha sitting under a tree, or whatever your imagery of the Buddha is. The Buddha, becoming a Buddha is about the, the ABC store clerk, the traffic controller, the mom, the dad, the uh, you know, web designer, the, the street traffic uh, feed guy, all of those things. Becoming a Buddha as you are. <coughs> well, if each of you are Buddhas, everybody else is a Buddha. So I got to think of one of the things, I don't know if it's the only thing, but it is a key element to why war works, why killing works. And that's because the other guy is bad. The other guy is evil. The other guy is not human. Slavery is the same thing. Those people don't matter. You know, think of all the names we have uh, created for our enemies. The Germans were the Huns, the Japs were the monkeys. Slant-eyed devils, yellow skin. The Muslims, they're heathens. All the names we give to people we do not like. The person driving down the road is an idiot. They're not like us. We're not idiots. They are. The person checking out, checking out your groceries in the grocery store line is lazy. We're not lazy. We're, we're human, but they're lazy. So I got to thinking about that. And this really, this really goes against the Buddhist message. You know, whether it's on the, the tiny microscopic level, or whether it's on the giant universal global macroscopic level. It's about denying the equality of everybody or anybody else. It's denying them their potential for Buddha. Something that the Buddha refused to do. In the parable or in the simile of herbs and flowers, the Buddha casts his rain cloud and rains down the Dharma on all beings equally, whether they are short, middle, or tall, whether they are grasses, herbs, or trees. The Buddha makes no distinction between lesser, middle, inferior, superior. The Buddha makes no distinction of all those things. So I would like for us to consider today the effects of our, our refusal to grant humanity to the other person our refusal to grant the other person enlightenment. Not that it is our gift to give, but to recognize it in the other person, even when it seems most difficult. All of a sudden I think I'm the fiery, fire and brimstone preacher this morning. I'm not using this passion, but no. it's, uh, uh, it's very, very important. Even on the smallest level, 
We cause war on a personal level. We cause separateness between ourselves and the other person. That's how war works. That's why it succeeds. You know, if you spit at the heaven, do you think that the gods in the heaven, whether capital G or little g, are going to accept your offering, your gift of your spit? It's just going to fall right back down on you. If someone gives you hatred, you do not have to accept that. You can give them compassion. And let us close by chanting O Daimo three times. Nam <laughs> Nam